This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there. This week on The Night Shift, we've been talking about The Boys Are Back in Town, a fabulous show that's going to be happening at the Dubai Duty Free Tennis Stadium, featuring a whole bunch of boy bands. One of those bands is Blue, and we caught up with one of their members, Duncan James, who told us all about the band's history and how much they're looking forward to performing here in Dubai. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Well, the boys are back in town. There's no two ways about that. And the big gig happening on October the 20th at the Dubai Tennis Stadium is, of course, featuring not one, not two, but three boy bands who are coming to town. We've got Boys Life, also Five, and the band Blue. And joining us on the line right now is Duncan James from Blue. Um, I believe it's going to be a whistle-stop visit, but... um, I'm sure you must be looking forward to entertaining here in the city. Uh, listen, we love coming to Dubai. It's such a great place to come to. You've got lovely weather. You've got beautiful opulence with all the buildings and hotels. And, and of course, the venue where we're going to be playing at is going to be fabulous. So we're really excited to come over. And, of course, we've got our mate over there, Lisa Scott Lee. Yes, from Steps, indeed. She's Good old LSL. Yeah, she's a, a resident here. I mean, would you believe, if somebody had told you back in the day, you know, when uh, Rise was a big hit, that you'd be coming over to Dubai in 2023, that the longevity of the band, you know, would still be around, would you have believed them? I think, look, we went into this industry, uh, we started 24 years ago, and um, we all went into this with, the mindset of we wanted to be around for a long time we were never wanting to be just a one-hit wonder band yeah we love doing what we do we love singing we love performing together and i think you know here we are 24 years later with the same member lineup since day one we've never lost a member we've never swapped a member out you know we've we're one of the very few bands that actually have got that still genuine genuine ability to be be the original members yeah uh, we're really proud of that fact. Yeah, yeah. We, we still love working together and we still love making music together and performing. So, yeah, we're really kind of grateful that we've all managed to stay together, really, and, and, and still enjoy what we do. Yeah, I mean, a pass on the back for that, as you say. Not not many boy bands or any kind of bands, for that matter, can, you know, claim that they've got the original lineup. What do you put it down to? Is it friendship? Is it giving each other space to do their own things? What What would you say is the key? I think it comes down to a multitude of things, really. But I think the, the number one is probably the fact that we are genuinely, genuine friends. We we are more like brothers. We've gone through so many highs and so many lows together. And uh, everything that's happened to us over the course of the two decades has made us really strong as, a, as, as, as almost like a marriage, you can say. But we are, um, yeah, we're, we're genuinely good friends. And I think that is quite also rarity as well in many bands they're not always as, as close as what, what you, what you yeah. think they are but we genuinely are um, one of the highs I'm just reading you know your back catalogue of songs uh, of course All Rise was the big one there's no two ways about that but Sorry seems to be the hardest word that cover of the Elton John classic with Elton John singing on it you must have pinched yourself uh, at that session yeah uh, look we were really lucky that we had the success that we had not just in the UK but all over the world and and um, people like Elton John, he's a, you know he's a smart businessman, isn't he? He's worked yeah. with many many artists on the way up on the, uh, throughout his career, and he's still doing it to this day. And you know, kudos to him because he obviously saw something in Blue that 
he thought, let me let me get involved with this, and um, and and we're really grateful that he did. And uh, we, you know, we're one of the one of the few people that he's, he's collaborated with. So we're very very honoured to have that. I bet you are. Another one, a signed, seal delivered as well. Um, featured Stevie Wonder and Angie Stone. I mean, those must have been real highlights of of Blue's career. Just tell me about your memories of those days. So, do you know what? It was all such a whirlwind back then, and uh, I've got the worst memory in the world but um anthony costa remembers everything like it was yesterday yeah (laughs) brain of an elephant but uh unfortunately me i i don't really remember anything from back there because it just all happened so fast and there was no camera phones there was no way to document anything like there is nowadays so uh yeah i i i've got the worst memory ever i don't i don't even remember what i had for breakfast so you literally you (laughs) asked me what i did 20 years ago not a clue but when i look back at pictures i kind of go oh my gosh did i do that and it's it's quite um astonishing but you know i'm I'm in my middle middle age now i'm in my 40s and they say you learn something new every day but in my case i forget about three things every day (laughs) right i mean one thing that you have done very successfully is married your musical career with your acting as well, I know you're in Hollyoaks and um, and uh, many other things. Doctor Watson in Sherlock Holmes. I mean, is that a big part of your uh, life at the moment? Is acting, you know, still going on alongside uh, appearing with Blue and other musical performances? Yeah, so I've, listen, I've done so many musical theatre productions over the years. It's funny that you said Doctor Watson. I did that when I was at school for my A levels. <laughs> right. uh, in my actual <laughs> professional career, I've done. Uh, I played Billy Flynn in Chicago. I played Tick in. Um, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. I was Frankenfurt and Rocky Horror. I've done I've done a load of stuff, and I've really enjoyed being on a on a stage and a musical theatre capacity. It's something that I did when I was a little boy. I was that kid at school that was always, you know, playing the lead part in the school productions. Yeah. I was just always into my music and my theatre. Ever since I was a little kid, and I got completely bullied for it. You know, I was yeah. called every name under the sun for being that kid. I didn't want to play football with the boys in the, you know, in, no. the, in the lunch break. I wanted to be in the drama department and reading scripts and and playing dress up. But um, I've been very lucky that I've had that opportunity with my career to go and do so many other things apart from blue. And that's, I think, one of the reasons we've all had the opportunity to do all these things has been because of Blue and the fact we've all allowed each other to go and fulfill our dreams and uh, Mm. we've all had an opportunity to do many, many different things on the side and that gives you the excitement to, you know, to to do new things, otherwise it becomes a bit stale, doesn't it? Yeah, it keeps the enthusiasm there. Here's the big hit song, of course, All Rise. Yeah, yeah. Just the other day I must confess Cause I've had about enough I need your help Gotta make this here thing stop Baby, I swear I'll tell the truth About all the things we used to do
Now there it is, uh, All Rise from 2001. I mean, that must have been a real turning point for Blue. I mean, suddenly you were everywhere. There's posters of you here in Dubai. We played on the radio. I mean, how big a game changer was that song? Um, none of us realised how big it was going to be. And, and it was our first single, so we had no real expectations to what was going to happen. We were just four very young kids um, who were signed to Virgin Records and we had this first single that we recorded out in Trondheim in Norway um, from the producer Stargate and we never realised it was going to be a bigger hit as it was and still to this day it still gets hammered all over the radios as you just played it yourself all over the world so we, you know, we're very grateful that it's it stood the test of time and a lot of our music has a lot of the songs people really love you know like the, the classics if you come back and breathe easy yeah, yeah. and of course the big anthems like one love and all rise so we're really lucky that we've got these evergreen hits that still make people want to come and see us perform they know all the lyrics to the songs yeah and just seeing the the sheer nostalgia and the joy in people's faces when when they hear that harmonica from from uh, the beginning of all rise it just still to this day it, it baffles me everybody just loves it so really grateful for that and, and finally, uh, Duncan, I mean, uh, you're coming out here to Dubai. As I said, uh, you're going to be on stage with with Boys Life, which is half of Boys Own and half of West Life, also five. I mean, do the boy band guys, you know, do they keep in touch or is there still that kind of friendly rivalry? Um, when we see each other at gigs, you know, we're always hanging out with everybody. We love the five boys, um, love the Boys Life boys. So it's just like, you know, it's just like seeing your old pals from school, isn't it? When you yeah. get together and do a gig, it's like catching up. You know, we, we don't all go and uh, sit around a table and hang out and party every weekend. That's not what we do. <laughs> no, no. Our lives, are, we've all got our kids, we've all got our own families. But yeah. you know, when we get together to do a gig like this, it's really nice to see the lads and pop into each other's dressing room and say hello to one another and, you know, do a little selfie for the memory bank. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. And is the, uh, is the diary full once you've uh, done the gig in Dubai on October 20? Um, what's next for you guys? So, really busy. We're going uh, on tour next year, which is an amazing Greatest Hits tour. We're going to be touring around all over the world, a big world tour for Blue. And also, I'm about to uh, jump into uh, a show over Christmas called Beauty and the Beast. I'm getting oh, to play nice. Gaston, the baddie. So, I'm getting to do that um, over the Christmas period. And then next year, I'm off on my own solo tour with my partner in crime, Denise Van Outen, as well, doing a cabaret oh, tour wow. in the UK. So I've got that tour, got the Blue Tour, um, and uh, lots of other tours. I've got lined up. I'm very busy, which is great. <laughs> I can't complain because uh, I'd rather be busy than sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. Exactly. Well, I know you're in a train station as we speak, so I've got to let I you. Am. Ca- I'm so sorry. Let you catch your train and, and head off for your meetings. But Duncan, we really are looking forward to catching up with you in Dubai once again. That's at the Dubai Tennis Stadium, October the twentieth. The boys are back in town with Boys Life Five and, of course, Blue Duncan. Have a safe trip, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. God bless. Bye bye. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.